everybody. It is Katie McNamara, the Awkward Mom. And today, let's talk about loosening our grip on aspects of our lives that we actually have very little control over. Um, I had a particularly rough week this past week, and it resulted in me coming to grips with the reality of the fact that I need to not try to hang on to things and control things that are uncontrollable. And I think that people have a lot of the same issues. We try to um, grasp everything and, and put out fires and I think we we need to step back and de-stress a little bit. I think once we start loosening our grip, we will begin to calm down. So that's coming up here next on the Awkward Mom Podcast. Okay, so you're probably wondering how this thing, this whole thing even came about. Well, um, so this, this past week has been like I mentioned before, has been stressful. Last Wednesday, I had reached my breaking point with a lot of stuff. And um, I just could not continue on any further. I was extremely overwhelmed. And that was the sound of my glasses falling off of my face. Declan's here, by the way, everybody. Declan, everybody. Declan, who had fleas, so we just got him tuned up with that. You doing okay, buddy? You good. So, um, I have been working for the same hair company for at least seven years. And out of these seven years, which might even say something, I have n- maybe called in twice. And one was because I had the flu when I was pregnant. So... This past Wednesday, it was your your perf- the perfect makings of like a day from hell, and it was more so me, not really anybody else. Like the kids were great. No, well, yes, the kids are great, but Dylan has been experiencing really severe like um, outbursts that are new and very hard emotionally draining and difficult to to navigate through and it really takes it calls upon me as the parent to channel my patience and and really keep an even head and I'm proud that I was able to do that because I feel like she experiences a lot of feelings that she just can't um doesn't know how to express properly and um she was she was upset about her hair i flat ironed dylan all my girls have curly hair so i flat ironed it because at least once a year i like to do that so that i can make sure their haircut is cut evenly the girls end up liking straight hair because they never have it so um somehow it got lost in translation lack of communication whatever that i was going to re-flat iron her hair later and um that wasn't, that isn't what I said. 
So, because I try to explain to her that a lot of heat styling isn't good for your hair. So this resulted in her being very upset. So once she calmed down and, and, and that whole thing had ended, it like knocked the wind out of my sails. And I don't know, th those of you parents who out there who have experienced this, like, um, just really intense, not tantrums, because it's not like she was being, like, um, a brat or spoiled. She was just ups genuinely upset, and I can absolutely understand why, especially having extremely curly hair myself and loving having straight hair sometimes. I totally get it. Um, so I don't know if any of you parents out there have similar problems with, with this. She's about seven. She is seven. She'll be eight in December. Um, so, um, yeah, so that, that, that pretty much knocked me out. So it's that I have to work at five on this Wednesday. So it was that whole thing that had ended well and she had calmed down. So now I had to look forward into going into work and dealing with a particularly um, equally as draining almost um, hair situation um, that I still had to go get color for at the at the um, beauty supply store before I made it in and I had to um, let the girls know and to block me out so I would have been a little bit late it was, so that was over, uh, that was something that I had to um, deal with, prepare myself mentally for, and um, just everything else. Uh, Halloween hadn't even um, happened yet, and so it was, do we have all our costume stuff together? Um, is everybody happy with their costume? It's supposed to snow now. Does everybody have gloves? Do we have hats? Um I have to work on Halloween. So how is Jordan going to be able to take the kids and where are they going to go so now that it's snowing? Are they going to go outside in our, at our usual spot and, and trick or treat? Or are they going to, are we going to do the mall thing? Um, so that on top of finances, bills, you know, adulting life. And it just got too much for me, especially because um, Ren has not been wanting to go to the gym in the morning and I have not been accountable in my because the the gym and the day, daycare in the gym is is boring and I do not blame her so I will not force her to go but I haven't been accountable with myself in making me making myself go at night on my days off so I haven't been working out as much as I used to and so that has been a huge dramatic effect on not only my weight but my but mentally, I feel so much better once I, I'm sustainably active. And um, it just instills the idea of how important physical activity is. Um, so there's that with um, the thought of not being home on weekends and the fact that there's all these family activities going on in our community that I cannot be there for with my family. And that makes me feel guilty. It makes me angry. Um, but you know, when you're, you have a large family and we can't afford childcare and I don't really understand who can like, 
if you are paying for childcare, I admire you. And I hope at some point it gets cheaper for you down the road because it is absolutely insane. And I just, I can't. And I'm grateful that in my entire um, parenting career, it's not a career, but whatever, um, I've never had to pay for childcare. And I'm so grateful for that. Oh, once, briefly, um, my brother-in-law, and I was grateful for him to do it. And, and my, my mother, my dad, you know, we've had family that hadn't really, hadn't, only one has charged us to and that is like a pittance compared to what some people have had to pay for childcare. So, um, yeah, I just, uh, all that stuff had finally had come to a head and I had had it. I had texted my coworker, um, who I love very much. And I am so grateful because she had to deal with this color situation and I'm not really happy about how that went down, but, um, I'm I'm so grateful to her that she was able to step up to the plate for me and she was like Katie you know you need to you need to take care of you like I totally get it like I just I, and I couldn't even call her for the fact that I was if I had called her and heard her voice I would have sobbed on the phone and I ultimately did end up crying in bed that day after I had finally sent the text message of thank you so much, I'm going to lay down. Um, so grateful for Jordan too. Thank God, like single mothers, you guys are killing it. You are killing it. I I could not, I don't think I could have, would have survived this had Jordan not been there. So, so um, much respect to the single parents out there, to the single moms and dads who go through the shit and you, are alone or you, you know, like I can't, I am, I'm in awe and I admire you. You are superhuman and much respect to you. Um, so, so here I am, I'm like sobbing, I'm crying and, and then I have no more tears to cry and then I'm relieved. Okay. So then I come up and I have this new um, idea that has, it's important to realize like, if, and, and I've realized this too, if you don't stop and make time for yourself or de-stress or whatever you want to call that, if you're not going to stop and do that, your body's going to stop you for you. You're either going to have a mental breakdown or a friggin' panic attack, or you're going to blow your top at work, or you're going to, you know, you just, I don't even know. This was my breakdown. I don't know what your uh, other people's breakdown looks like. If you want to leave a voicemail, leave a message. I would love to know, have you ever had this, like, and it doesn't have to be as dramatic as mine, but I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. Leave me a message and let me know if you've ever had um, some sort of, um, some sort of message from intern or internally that you are doing way too much girlfriend and you need to knock it off. And so something had come, so the, something had come up. The fact that I need to stop controlling everything. I immediately identified that that was my problem. And, um, 
I, I began instantaneously almost. There was a couple of phrases that popped into my head. And I did do, I busted open my Calm app. I'm like, this is a perfect time to jump back into meditation, which I had not been doing that. And it plays a big factor. People don't think it matters. It it matters. I'm telling you, nobody believes me, I feel like. But I'm telling you, download a free meditation app. It doesn't have to be Calm or Headspace. It can be somebody's, like a brand new developer. Support that guy. Support the brand new developer with like a, a brand new, like, like, infantile meditation timer. That's all you need. You don't even actually, you don't even need to download an app. Just set a timer for 10 minutes, five minutes on your phone and just sit somewhere quietly and be with your thoughts because I had not been doing that. And I think that's another problem where I kind of got in trouble. let you guys know um, of the um, two, I guess, mantras. I'm, I don't know how I feel about the word mantra. I, lo- I, I don't know. I guess it's fine, actually. But honestly, with all the self-help stuff, like it is, it can either be a, um, a money-making, uh, like just another money making um i don't want to say scheme but um market or you have to kind of really dig into people who are genuinely out to help other people it's not just gimmicky so i feel like mantra can be gimmicky sometimes maybe in western culture um, but I do, I do like them. Um, some people are like, you know what? You don't really need a mantra to improve your life or, or, you know, make you realize that you're a decent human being and that everybody has problems. But this popped into my head, two things after, um, this breakdown, I guess you can call it. And so they were two things. So that was one was um, I release my grip. Um, I loosen my grip. And the other one was release control, or I release control. And so let me let me tell you that crying is an emotion that is sometimes uncomfortable. I do not. I'm not a crier. It, well, it depends. Like I can watch, I can watch Inside Out, and I'm like, "Damn it, Disney, you got me again!" And I'm definitely a crier for Disney. What was I watch? Oh, Coco. Here I am, like dying, like like sobbing, and my kids are like looking at me, like, "Mom, what the, what is wrong with you?" But is but like I think crying for myself, and I say for myself, 
because that is what it's for. I, I believe it's an emotional release that releases um, any tension that you have mentally um, and emotionally. It's there for a reason. Uh, that's I don't ever really do that. So when I do cry, and this time that I did, I felt so much better. Not immediately, but the next day I felt like a thousand times better. And and ho- this whole time on the second day, uh, the day after this incident, I kept going with the um, loosen your grip, release control. With everything, this applies to everything in your life, you can apply it. Um, especially placing boundaries. Okay, so like, you know, if you've got, you know, if you've got a, co- if you're at work and you, a coworker makes you uncomfortable or, or um, a customer or whatever. If you're thinking loosen your grip, release control, I I would apply that to you can say the things that you need to say to whoever this person is. And the fact that this person might be upset with you, get angry with you, whatever, that is out of your control. That is something you cannot control that. The fact that you think you can is a fallacy. And that is... is, is That is what's causing you pain. And that's what's causing you mental stress. You cannot control how somebody else reacts. But what you can control, and that's what it is, picking out things in your life that you know you can actually have a beat on and letting go of the things that you cannot control like you can't okay so like I'm thinking to myself again you know there were a few more instances of these tantrums um breakdowns for Dylan and I you know loosen control how she's going to react there's a reason that she internally needs to vent to release this anger because of she can't she's having a hard time. She gets really frustrated. Like if she can't untie her shoe, it's something that's almost overwhelming to her to the point where she, she'll, you know, I gets angry. I do not have to engage in the tension that is built up in Dylan. And I can empathize with her by saying, you know what? Like, Dude, I'm sorry that you feel this way. I can be upset with you, but not at you. I can't control her being upset about her shoe. But what I can control is taking the shoe and untying it and helping her with that. Teaching her skills, taking a step back and helping her find better ways of expressing uh, the fact that she's upset. And that helps me out because then I can reinforce new patterns of teaching myself how to um, how to not get upset or worked up worked up um, 
um, volunteering. This is a huge thing. And it's especially huge. I don't know about dads because I'm not a dad. But moms, like, we like to sign up for stuff because we feel bad. We like to do things because um, we think that we have to. We have to because if nobody else is doing it, well, I guess I, I better be the one to do it. And um, I release control. I loosen my grip. Okay, so you know what? I don't want to. And I don't, I release control. I loosen the control and the grip of the fact that, the fact that this needs to get done. And, you know, I've done, I've helped out in the past. I've done this, I've done that. The fact that this needs to get done the fact that I don't want to, that is okay. And I release control over feeling bad about it because it doesn't always have to be me that does it. And that's something, ladies, that we need to start realizing. And it's hard because um, I've talked about this many times. There's, there's this mom guilt, female guilt. I believe it's a thing. Like, um, you know, I... So what? Like, if it's not done by you, so what? Somebody else will step up there. And if it doesn't get done, it's not on you to figure that out. Release the control of trying to figure everybody else's shit out. Worry about you. And that's another thing, too, that was coming to me the, the day after, is staying in your lane. You know, like... Don't worry about what other people are doing. And that's tough because in the social media age, everything is thrown in your face about how good everybody else is doing. And it's like, you know what? I release the control. I loosen, I loosen my grip. I release the control for worrying about what so-and-so has, what I do not have. My house doesn't look like this. My house is not clean because I have four babies. I loosen control because that's how it is. You know what? When they grow up and they're out of the house, I'll probably have a better homes and gardens house. But that's also going to mean that I've traded off their childhood. You know, they'll be grown and out of the house. And then I don't have crayon on the walls. I don't have juice boxes, straws all over the place. But when I step back, I loosen control and I step back and I look at what has left me, my children who are babies for a very short period of time, it makes that trivial bullshit less important than it already is to begin with. And um, so, so then I start to slowly realize that, okay, I took a picture. I'm going to put it on my um, Instagram. And um, so you can hop over there. It's a picture of my foyer area and it's got like books all over it's got chairs all over but that's because they were playing school now what am I going to do am I going to come in there and demand that they clean this up because it's it's not it's taking away from my idea I'm trying to control the situation if I'm doing that I'm saying you guys can't have fun you guys can't you're I, never mind the fact that you're not on the xbox thank goodness, or the computer for a change. You're actually playing with each other. You're playing nicely and you're, and you're imagining, but I need to grip, I need to tighten my grip 
over control of of what because it's not clean what we can clean this up later loosen your grip release control those are your mantras for today um i think if i remember because i'm trying to add more things to this show to make it valuable for you as the listener um one i think i'm going to start adding some mantras in to the end of the show mid to end of the show kind of make maybe it'll plug into the topic your two mantras for the week and see how they serve you. And if it serves you well by the end of the week, then I encourage you to keep using it. Keep it in the back pocket. You know, I when I'm confronted with a stressful situation, I can immediately feel tension in my chest, around my heart, and my shoulders go up to my ears like and wear them as earrings. And um, I know that's my call to loosen control, release control, loosen your grip, relax. You don't have to, you don't have to have control. You don't need to be doing everything. Let somebody else do something, you know, or pick, if you're going to control something, make sure it's something that matters. Make sure it's something that actually serves you and betters the situation between your loved ones, your life. Otherwise, let it go. Loosen control, release control, loosen your grip. Those are your two mantras. You can interchange them. I don't care. Whatever works for you. I'm big on that. Like, if it works for you, do it. Do it. So, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this um, this um, 20 some odd minute or 30 minute venting session it made me feel better (laughs) so thank you but um so let me know if you got something out of it leave me a voice message i can include in the show if you want to tell me about a time where you were just overly stressed to the point where you were shut down like i said it doesn't have to be as extremely um it doesn't have to be as extreme as my situation but let me know about that. I would be interested in hearing about that if you care to share it. And I will include it in the episode. I'll leave that link in the description box. Also, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, which I'm, I have to connect accounts because I'm not, I can't man all, that's another thing that's stressful. So I will find a way to man all those on one account, but visit me there, uh, The Awkward Mom. And uh, let's start up a conversation. I barely use Twitter, so I would love to learn how to tweet a little bit more. I'm usually on Instagram, but that doesn't mean I'm not um, up to learning the Twitter. And uh, check me out on your favorite podcast dispensary. Subscribe, rate it, share it with your friends. And leave me a nice review because I would love to get this out to more people. And let me know if you found this episode valuable because your value is the only thing I really care about when making this podcast. So if you value me as much as I value you, let me know. Okay? All right. Well, this has been a really good and relaxing episode. Thank you so much for listening. Declan says goodbye. He's barely alive. He's asleep. So with that, we bid you adieu. 
from the Awkward Mom Podcast. See you next week.